0: Happy birthday, no, buddy! Get out of
1: here! I don't it's want It's a surprise it. party.
0: <laughs> it's over. It's a surprise. It couldn't be a surprise if you saw it coming. If it was That's on true. time, it wouldn't have worked. Oh, come on! Happy belated birthday! I got a birthday chain. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I got. A, it's too late, man. I got a banner behind me. Moved on. We moved on. You see the princess banner? It's the only thing they had in short notice. I got a little Debbie birthday cake. Oh man. Happy belated, buddy. Thanks, Jimmy. How are you
1: doing? I'm doing great, bud. I appreciate yeah. it. We doing
0: this? What'd you we're wish for? We, were? Already. we are. Know. Yeah, we are. I I had to ambush you. There's no other way to make that work, man. You like a you look like a I don't know, man. Like a what? Um, you look like a big gay <laughs> rap star. True. Thanks, buddy. That's what I was going for. I figured it'd be the best birthday wish I could possibly come up with at Target for under ten dollars. Dude, that ch- that happy birthday chain is legit. Uh if I'm if I'm giving away my secrets, it was on a stick, but I broke the stick off, so I had to put it on a, I had to put on a necklace to make a chain. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Broke that stick off? I broke the stick off by accident. I uh, I also got one of these poppers that I thought was gonna be like a uh like confetti poppers but apparently it's like five colors of different like just i don't even know like sand that just pop up so thank god i didn't open that before i figured it out you were in a hurry huh it was all online picking up rent oh really yeah oh man you had stuff shipped in i'm not gonna risk the vid for a belated birthday party but you know i'll get down Atta boy. It's your what's day, going? man. It's your belated birthday. We're going to have some presidential. It's not my day. That's the problem. It was my day. We're going to have some presidential themed trivia. Uh, you can tell me as much about the crown as you want to. It is your day.
1: You know what's funny is I have uh, gotten some kickback from that. On uh, People are like, crown sucks. Why do you keep talking about the crown? It's so boring. <laughs> boring. Falling asleep. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how I'm able to do it.
0: Wait, they're falling Just, asleep watching it, right? Not hearing you talking about it?
1: Right. You're watching okay, it. No, they like the cast. So I'm trying to diversify what I'm watching. I tried a show last night that was recommended to me. Bosch. It's, it's like a app. cop show. Um, on Amazon. It's, it's six seasons. So I'm starting like... The first episode... It was a little bit like, okay, I've seen all of this. <laughs> the troubled cop, you know, misunderstood, abusive past, doesn't Everything. play
0: by the book, but gets it done. Everything they make is just a commish reboot nowadays, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just the commish in different. A little tangled up there? Yeah, I had a little issue with my. Uh... My birthday necklace and my uh, headphones. We're good now, though.
1: We're set. I thought it was caught in your beard for a minute, but it was in the cord.
0: (laughs) You gotta get a trimmer going here. No, it looks
1: good. You look like you're uh, ready to do some blue collar comedy. (laughs) I sure am. You look like you're ready. You should be traveling with Jeff Foxworthy and Larry and Larry the Cable Guy. Who's the other
0: guy? Bill Engvall. Yeah, Bill Engvall. I need a catchphrase, though. What should my blue-collar catchphrase be? Um, like, go hey, on and get it. Hey, horsey. Hey, horsey. <laughs>
2: That'd be great.
0: Come on. Hey, horsey.
1: <laughs> Dude, I was um, supposed to work with Jeff Foxworthy for the first time ever last week at yeah. a corporate gig in Nashville. I kind of forgotten about it because everything was wiped out, but it, it popped up on my
0: phone. Oh, that's a bummer. Like, oh, man, that would have been a fun one. I have not deleted anything out of my phone that I was supposed to do. So I just get all these reminders of how much better my life should have been right now. Right. All the cool shit I should be doing. Did you delete my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's stuff I do. I don't put other stuff in there. It is
1: depressing, hard. right? Like this weekend, I would have been in... Uh, Vegas with Sebastian. We were oh, supposed man. to do the win. Which have done there before and we were going back there. Like we've gotten to know the people there. Um but that's not to be dwelled on, right? Exactly. Deal. I just did a a corporate Zoom show.
0: How was that? So, it was a corporate Zoom show, Jim. <laughs> was it just fine? Did they have the microphones on or off? They had them Some had them on, some had them
1: off. It was the smallest one I've done. It was a intimate gathering, which was fun. It was able to, you know, talk to people individually, kind of roast them a little bit. Just kind of, you know,
0: it's four in the afternoon. It's the way to do it though, man. The less material you burn, the better in that situation.
1: They also had John Vincent on, who was singing before, uh, before before I turned my camera on before I joined <laughs> before I joined the Zoom. Cause I was I had the start video, right? Mm-hmm. That's the awkward part. Your start video and everyone's like, who is that guy? And then they said I recognized John Vincent on there. And then they said, well we're gonna start out with some music. He's gonna do like five songs. And now there I am staring at the camera.
0: So I was like, I'm not gonna just ruin their Happy hour. So you didn't know about John Vincent ahead of time. No, no,
1: boy, I didn't. And then, but it was no big deal. But then, you know, I pressed stop video and Mm -hmm. stepped out, and still kind of watched him. But he was hilarious. Did you ask him what he was going to close on? No, we didn't have any. I don't even think he realized who I was or that I was there. I've worked with him before, John Vincent. If no one knows him, he is a great singer. Really well-known here in Chicago. He sings the, the uh, national anthem at um, – I mean, he did a couple of the World Series – he did a Cubs World Series game. He's done big games at Soldier Field for the Bears. He was the resident singer at Ditka's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, does like Sinatra, Louis Armstrong, that kind of vibe. Younger dude, big dude. You ever see him?
0: I was supposed to work with him for the first time coming up. Or actually, in April, it would have been in April at the uh, at Pat Tomasulo's fundraiser. Oh he, right, uh, left right, your faz- face off. I was supposed to work with him for the first time, so hopefully later this year I will.
2: Yeah,
1: good, he's good. got some pipes, man. He really does. He is uh, he is a force, but he was just hilarious. He's like, "We're gonna have some fun, man. Just hang out, pop pop a gummy, have some drinks." Is that what it's he like, said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he wrapped up right at 4.20, which I had to to point out. He was a little inspirational at the end. I think his grandmother died in the 1918 Spanish flu. So he told that story right before I was introduced. (laughs) It's like, what is happening right now? He's like, I know everyone out there is struggling right now. You know, my grandmother died in the Spanish flu sitting in bed, laying in bed with her sister. She was only, and they're like, all right, thanks, John. Okay. We're, we have a comic now. I was like, I
0: better turn my camera on. Is that the worst of those you've had for all the corporates and fundraisers and stuff? There have to have been some awkward moments right before you get introduced.
1: Oh yeah. I've had, you know, gone up right after speakers that I've talked about some, uh, you know, heart wrenching things. If you're, you know, because I've done fundraisers for, you know, it runs a gamut from pediatric cancer to um, animal cruelty, you know. Right. And uh, they try and sometimes jam comedy into the program. And you learn after what, when you're starting out, you're just happy to be there, right? And you go up in any situation. And then as you start to do it a little bit more, you kind of have the guts to say hey i'm not gonna you don't put me up don't put me up now like right after that or right before that or
0: so yeah we've all had those horrible ones right have you i had one um it was like a hell gig to begin with it was like a dinner fundraising dinner and they put me up right after uh the clergy person did the prayer but then at the end of the prayer they decided to list off the names of all of the uh, all of everyone's loved ones who had passed over the course of the past 12 months, oh, yeah. and then was like, "All right, let's see. By the way, here's a comedian. So <laughs> <right>. somber moment. <laughs> the food's coming out all at the same time, you know, and just yeah. you walk there and just eat it. Sure. Oh, it's the worst. My girlfriend gotta- at the time. We were we were like invited to stay for dinner. Like they had set us up a place to eat after. You know, I was doing like 15. And I get back over there, and she was like, "I think we should just go." And I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go." Why leave. did it, it didn't it go well? It was so bad. Did they update the no disease list after your set? <laughs> they should have. They <laughs> should have added one more. <laughs> I mean, it was just the worst. I mean, everything about it was bad to begin with. They didn't know there was going to be comedy. They didn't want to be quiet, you know. But uh, the the food, the the list, and then uh, I was awful company and then her validation of how bad it was because all you want you don't want someone to lie to you you know it's terrible but you don't right. want someone to let you know how bad it really is either and for her to be like you know you know what we should just leave we're not going to eat And we just got up and just like because then everyone watches us walk out i am with you it is nice to
1: have it validated but it is also makes it more difficult to deal with because you're like oh you know it sucked too like, I'd rather almost like someone lie to me for a little bit, but yeah, right would... after. It's just like the I had one, um, it, like near Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I, I flew into uh Baltimore, okay, and I was I drove uh, uh, this is, like my first big corporate gig. And my you know, I, I call him Orso when I talk to you, but my college roommate, mm-hmm. Dave Orso. Stayed with him. He drove me to the gig. He's like, "I'll drive you, dude. I want to see this." I died a thousand deaths, <laughs> and it was the worst setup. And this is like the first time he's seeing me do a show. And, and now he's you know, drive like, this you back. This is what you do. This is what you do.
0: It's like a disappointed dad just driving you back <laughs> silently.
1: Right, and it was it was a rough ride back. The other gigs, like when you go to. uh and they they surprise people like you're talking about. They don't know comedy's coming. That's the that's a death death wish right there. We're gonna surprise them. We were thinking that you could sit with the boss and we'll tell him that you're <laughs> like new here and then we'll introduce you. And it's like, no.
0: And that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> I've had so many fights with like the HR guy. Ah, it's gonna be great it'll be fun we just won't we'll tell them you're a new employee then you go up there and it's like I, I like you have no I've done this you know what I mean like right. I've seen it happen you you have no frame of reference I'm telling you it's going to go bad and have you ever been forced to do that where they don't know where you have to tell them oh sure yeah yeah
1: and I'm saying that's a comfort level right like when you're starting out you you just eat it
0: I've always been able to talk them out of it yeah I've always been able to have whoever's introducing me say it's going to be a comedian.
1: Oh, I've had to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I missed our studio. Like, have I ever had to, like, like, come clean? Like, I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. That would be awful. So scary. Oh, yeah. What are the elements of the Zoom show that you, you feel like, have you learned anything? Like, you have to have the right lighting in your room, obviously. Or, but, like, you're talking to me, like, you know, you don't have to turn your camera on right away. <laughs> like, you're Right. But also, I, I did that that one night when we did the show for Danny. Did I just I didn't know I was on. Yeah, it's a.
0: <laughs> I was uh, I was like an unbilled guest at Vince's show on Saturday, which doesn't work when, <laughs> you know, oh, you didn't like, drop in. Yeah, but it doesn't work when everyone gets to see like your picture on the screen ahead of time.
1: Oh, okay. So they knew you were there. Yeah.
0: I'm like, let me just host it. Let's just get it out of the way right away. You know what I mean? And I'll come up between everybody, but that way it just makes it easier. That's cool. How was that show? Oh, I hope Jim's not the special guest, you know, that this (laughs) way it's out of the way immediately. How (laughs) was it? It was fun. It was great. Um, It was at the last minute they switched it. They were going to do no mics on at the last minute. uh, We decided to switch it to everyone leaving their microphones on. And then what would happen is we would just have whatever comedians weren't up, just like at the ready to mute people if they got loud. So okay. you might get like a short, you know, interruption, but then you just mute that person temporarily until things quiet down. So that way you could at least hear laughter. Cause yeah. that's, that's such a huge difference, man. I mean, not being able to hear it. You're just like, what do I do? What do I just pause? Do I look like it went well? <laughs>
1: right. I like to do um, just comment on what you see too. Just looking at people's houses and offices or how their setup is and
0: I'll do as much of my time on their walls as I can. I don't give a shit. Oh, exactly. That was a good thing about, about this last one. I didn't have to burn a lot of do a lot of material.
1: Cuz it's just like that's it feels a little a little odd. It's what do you think about us. this? This uh we're recording on our I'm I'm at my house on the the Great. desktop hardline and we got um I'm thinking that we might be able to record Face-to-face soon, bud.
0: we are man. starting to open up here. We're going to be able to uh, go to outdoor restaurants. We could do a live remote from a place that has a big enough table.
1: I heard they're pulling back on Chicago for a little bit. But that the rest of this, I, I got to look. There was like breaking news about Chicago might not be ready May 29th for outdoor seating. But the rest of Illinois, I don't know. Okay. But
0: that's encouraging. Let's go. Is that going to be uh, the end of all this uh, extra cooking time at home? How were the ribs?
1: Oh, man, the ribs were good. If I can say so myself, Sarah was making fun of me because she's like, oh, God, you're so proud of yourself. You cook one meal. (laughs) (laughs) It was not even – they're not even that difficult to make, you know, after you do the rub. Um, There's a few steps to it. You gotta rinse them off, which always feels a little strange. Strange when you're rinsing off meat that just that you just cooked. Are You oh, right? rinse you rinse after you cook them. Yeah. So is you that for the rub. Well, what, I, what I do is I bake them like I for hours, and then I grill them, so that you um, you kind of caramelize the barbecue sauce and you get it a little bit charred. But I don't like them too charred. So yeah, you you bake them with the rub. And then you you give them a bath, rinse them off, towel them off, Mm -hmm. blow dry them, straighten them because they're always like a little curl. So i take their straightener, just get them. So they're, And then um, a little sauce and ta-da. Yeah, they were good, man. The kids love them? The potato skins weren't bad either. Yeah. The kids did did like them. They were good. And the kids were into the ribs, we were able to share some with our neighbors. Sent some over to um um aaron and Terry, my sister-in-law Aaron. They came through with a nice little birthday gift, dude. They gave me um some Mac Weldon pants. Oh you yeah. You heard of the Mac the Mac Weldon? I've I've been, <laughs> been wanting to check out this brand. You hear it on like Podcasts, podcast.
0: and, <laughs> yeah yeah we're not like supposed they, to talk about them until they pay us but go ahead I know. Put the re-
1: and they passed the the dryer test too I, I i gave them you know they didn't like shrink they look uh they look good they're comfortable it's great, great man great quarantine wear.
0: Nice. wear what's the promo code
1: don't have the promo code yet but I just love that, I, that we'll be able to keep these going. Once things get switched back on, I could still wear them to travel in.
0: That's a solid gift.
1: Did yeah, they comment man. on
0: how straight the ribs were when you gave them to them? Like, oh, my God, did you straighten these? They did. They noticed. I said, that's, that's my thing.
1: <laughs> Curly-ass ribs. Well, ribs, for one, when you're cooking – I know you have – your lady friend. I don't know what, what, if what label you want to give her on the old podcast. Your, what do you call her? Your lover? Your
0: plus one? Your plus one? We don't do any of this.
1: Come on. Do, you, do we, have, we have to have a podcast label?
0: We don't have Vera. Labels. Vera? That's not going to
1: work. From, uh, from Cheers? That's not going to work at all. Remember Norm never wanted to talk about his wife? Is that the, oh, was it?
0: yeah. That was, and that was her name, Vera.
1: <laughs> it was just like... Um I'm trying to think of other uncomfortable item. are you are you, are you guys an item? Are you an item?
0: <laughs> yeah. I think we're uh we're an item. I don't really
1: Well, I'm just saying if you're cooking for an item, maybe ribs are a good option. <laughs> but for one, it's tough. I mean you get you it's a
0: lot. It's a lot of work prep for mm-hmm. the payoff of of just feeding yourself. Like I'd cheat. I'd do the easy way because you can just find pre made ribs anywhere. You know what I mean? All you gotta do is pop them in the oven for a little bit. I don't even own a straight. Yeah, but that's not going to
1: – I feel like that's where I'm at with ribs, though. If you... I would never half-ass it on ribs. If you're going to eat ribs, you want them to be – like that sh- should be an event. There's plenty of other stuff you can half-ass that is better. Like mediocre – The difference between good ribs and mediocre ribs is significant.
0: But I feel like I would make worse ribs. You know what I mean? Like that's not an easy thing to just jump into and do well. There's a lot of – you're baking all day. That sounds terrible.
1: That's the easiest thing in the world, dude. It's just you have to carve out the day. You have to plan a little bit. Yeah, you'd probably be terrible at it. <laughs> you'd have to follow specific instructions for, <laughs> for a period of time.
0: Ugh, for multiple hours? No, thank you.
1: But maybe you can just make some, uh, some Chex Mix, some homemade snack mix start there that would impress vera does vera listen to the uh um because this could be kind of hot too if she did listen and she knows that you have a code word for her
0: i'm gonna find out really quickly if she listens because if so we're gonna have to have a conversation right after this airs
1: <laughs> no, i'm talking about checks mix though like that's kind of like definitely the signature snack of one of my kids like everyone's got like their signature snack i noticed like luke is in the oreos jose jose and i are into these um almond did i tell you i told you about those auto almond butter biscuits like no snack oh it's a good snack dude it's like cinnamon it's a nature valley thing oh, yeah, yeah. i think That'll so it's great. like
0: one of those you think they're healthy but it's not you trick yourself I mean, they're just like anything else that's bad for you. But now they yeah. even go a step further and be like, you don't like the peanut butter ones? We'll make them with almond butter. And you're like, you got me back in, Nature Valley. I and these are
1: as, not as many crumbs as they're like, I used to like the oats and honey granola bars that you eat them and it just like, <laughs> just crumbles the just shrapnel everywhere. I would eat those on flights a
0: lot. <laughs> I had a coworker riding with me like, you might if I eat this in the car? it's like sure out the window <laughs> yeah right
1: squirrels coming in here <laughs> but Chex Mix I'll pour them for them. like oh, can I have Chex Mix sure, sure you know and but I'm telling you every time I pour them for them, I have to eat a rye chip like has, has anyone ever poured Gardetto's or Chex Mix without pulling out a rye chip you got to do it right away those things are mined for, immediately, and just. I'm, I'm not even a fan of Chex Mix. No, that's the only. That's the only one I like in there. I do. I used but
0: to I've like. Never, have you ever just seen Rye Chips on their own? No. Why, the where is that? <laughs> They're they only hit, available in Chex Mix. It's a, they signed an exclusive contract a while back. Why don't they have a solo deal
1: yet? They they should break out really the should. Rye Chip are the Justin like, um, Timberlake of Chex Mix. Yeah, right? You got to ditch the, let's go Beyonce. Just have a meeting with the riot Chip. <laughs> you got to get rid of these losers. What are
0: you, they're holding you this back. This thing was cereal. <laughs> you think you matter to Chex? This isn't even their main job. Right. They're not bringing you to breakfast, are they? Your Chex is side chick. That's <laughs> so why you're carrying them at night. I bet they take you out every February 15th yeah
1: right <laughs> oh that's funny yeah the um the snacking is
0: it's non-stop but that is what uh that's definitely what his go-to is we have a 10 minute time limit on this meeting we only have 10 minutes left when you're working with zoom you get 40 minutes for meetings with three or more people in them okay and there's only two of us but i think you try to log in from your phone. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, so it counted as a three. So I don't know if you see that timer up there in the corner. So it says we're about to, we have like nine minutes left. You mind if I Let's call just you go. back? Let's go. Let's make it tight. Up. It's
1: a it's sure. Memorial Day weekend. Let's go. Let's do some trivia. Let's
0: do some we birthday trivia, more. More, my friend. If we,
1: if we get on a roll, we'll add more.
0: Okay. I we'll love just how, how you
1: to... slid uh, in the blame game on me. I guess you try to
0: log in with your phone and you fucked it all up. Well, because if not, you were going to go, there's only two of us.
2: Okay, and I would have had to
0: explain it then, and then you would have felt worse. All right, I do feel
1: bad. You I, shouldn't, especially feel bad. because you try to like rebound with happy birthday, blah blah blah, and now you've ruined that. You've <laughs> taken that away from me. This
0: was supposed to be a
1: nice birthday episode, and now I feel like I'm carrying blame.
0: Wow, it's kind of weird that you put that on me—that you feel like you're carrying blame. But okay. <laughs> i'm glad like that you feel heard now that i'm going to online therapy man did you have another meeting no i have not i've been terrible at that like this i'm like i already do three podcasts a week guy you want me to do a fourth zoom <laughs> i have nothing left to talk about because you're supposed to answer my question um i didn't get to ask him yet i haven't we're uh Sarah just peaked in here she did we'll be able to ask him next week hey uh May 21st, 1821, Clara Barton founded this organization. May 21st, Clara Barton. Do uh, you remember that name? Red Cross?
1: You got it. Jim. What's up, Sarah? How What's are up? you?
2: I just wanted to say hi to pop in, you do a pop
1: in. She's doing a pop doing great. Yes. They can't hear it. you because you're on, I'm oh, on the, okay. the, the headphones. We
2: have Tefanos here,
1: so shout out to Tefanos. Oh, Tifano's just delivered. Sarah used to work at Tefano's, and that's a place near and dear to us. So she was, she was uh, just saying we should give Tefano's a shout out. Of course. Love it. Chicago, Chicago
0: Institution. You ever been there? I have. Uh, first time I met Sarah. Was at oh, Tefano's. yeah, right. She
1: was still working there.
0: <laughs> she sure was. That was great, man.
1: Got to tell her to maybe go back. Get <laughs> bartend on the weekends. <laughs> Things are slow around here. Did little... they pack an
2: application?
1: <laughs> with the meatballs. <laughs> Some lemon chicken. I love their uh lemon chicken and chicken parm. When she worked there, she used to bring me home chicken parm all the time.
0: I had that chicken parm. It was legit. So good. So it was a Red Cross? It is the American National Red Cross. it really have a lot <laughs> behind that one. I figured that was fairly easy. I was, Clara Barton is was, was known for.
1: Yeah, but I confuse her with. um some of those other Misha Barton women like Florence Nightingale or um Dolly Parton a lot of the women that were
0: <laughs> right right trailblazing mm-hmm. this is a weird one but i figured since it's your birthday party that you've clearly hate um this uh and on this date on May 21st 2000 this president's spine was put on display at the National Museum of Health and Medicine in DC. This former US president's spine was displayed- Come on. In a health and medicine museum in DC. Really? Yeah, I mean the fact that you didn't know Well it about can't
1: him. be James Buchanan because he sure <laughs> didn't have one. Oh, that spineless <laughs> bitch. Oh. Um, and wanting to do that Buchanan joke. <laughs> Since
0: 1850, <laughs> you've had a long-standing um, rivalry with the Buchanans, and I'm glad we're finally addressing it. Is it FDR? I only get it's not. I'm trying to no. This one had a, uh, a famous. He's incident. too
1: big of a name. It had it has to. Oh, oh um, Zachary Taylor.
0: No, ah, no. I don't know, buddy. I mean, I'd I still. Know. I would never guess this person. Um, Millard Fillmore. Should we play Hot Dog Jefferson? Should we introduce that to the podcast? <laughs> sure, yes. Hot Dog Jefferson. One of my favorite things in the whole world. Uh, I don't even know how to So that would be a
1: clue it. to an answer to a question. Hot Dog Jefferson would be if I asked Jim a trivia question and the answer was Frank Thomas, I would lead him there <laughs> with that clue. Calling him Hot dog. dog Jefferson. Frank. And Thomas, awesome. it's like a uh, loose rules to that game, but it's association, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have another example that you remember I when do. used to do that?
0: I don't. Oh, um, uh, just one of my personal favorite uh, stand-up comedian, Robert Hines. Oh, yeah. Redford, Redford Ketchup. Ketchup. It's <laughs> such a great Hot Dog Jefferson name.
1: Dude, if <laughs> we were ever, like, conspiring together and use that system and, like, emails, <laughs> like – when we get to the club, I want you to take out Redford Ketchup. They're like, "Who the fuck is Redford?"
0: Wait, Could you is imagine this Robert like a, Hines? A I think this is you, Robert. <laughs> They're talking about you. I think you're Redford Ketchup. Get it? Could you imagine like a linguistics expert having to explain this in court? <laughs> <laughs> it took us a while to crack the code, but uh, this one is um, what's a good one? Gandolfini Cat. Gandolfini Cat is this president? James Garfield. You're damn right it is. <laughs> ah, it was his uh, spine because uh, that's where one of the two of the assassins' bullets hit him. Oh, man. So they put his spine on display May 21st, 2000. Gandolfini cat.
1: <laughs> oh, I you figured have gone, uh, gone Flanagan lasagna.
0: I could have gone Flanagan <laughs> lasagna.
1: What do you to like, no, that's not uh, Jimmy. That's not, uh, no, it wouldn't be Gandalfini cat is legit. What could you think of with your soprano's brain?
0: One of his doctors during this time was uh, Alexander Graham Bell. I think you say Odie,
1: it was Alexander <laughs> Graham Odie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell was a medical doctor. Would you be pissed if your doctor was like, Sorry, I'm late. I was inventing a telephone? <laughs> like, well, you couldn't have called. <laughs> like, what? The, what is that?
1: <laughs> It'll you. You're not going to live to know about it. <laughs> it's going to change the world. We would be using it right now to call your wife, <laughs> but instead we had to send someone on horseback. Sorry, this might be uncomfortable. We're, we're, we are removing your spine for display.
0: I was just. Do you know how long he lived after uh, all of that happened? After he got shot. Three seconds.
1: 80 days. Oh, I thought you were talking about after he took the spine out. Oh. I always picturing Mortal Kombat when they just take it out. Finish and it. They just hold the spine. I didn't realize that was inspired by Gandolfini Cat. His doctors were Alexander Graham
0: Bell and Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. All right, we're running out of time here. You got to call me back, right? Yeah, we're going to do another- that. We're going to set up another Zoom right now. We're going to come back oh, with more man. trivia. We're going to come back with none of this momentum.
1: Make a sign when we're recording again. Oh, we already
0: are. Like <laughs> 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 that sign behind me, it says happy birthday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Woo, we love it. You're back, Dude, there. I actually, uh, during the intermission, I went and poured a glass of wine.
2: What? Good for you. Oh, I'm jealous. I had my head. A drink for three days since Sunday. Congratulations! That's, uh, that's cause for celebration. It's like two
1: weeks of quarantine time. It really is. You're bringing out the worst in me. I love it. I so- was tempted earlier because when I did that show, it was like a happy hour.
2: Mm-hmm. And they were so all they're all drinking, toasting, cheers, and. Um, I was on the, on the
0: outside looking in. You know, nope, about the work happy hour Zooms, it's like, you know what would make this hour much happier is if I weren't on this Zoom call.
2: <laughs> you just let <laughs> us be. Can we just go? Yeah,
1: you're not kidding, bud.
0: But it's good if it was at four. If it was at five, that would bother me so much more. Four, it's like, it's still your time. I can get down with that. Sure. The five, yeah. six o'clock happy hour that's mandatory? Not a fan. We have to, uh, which is fine. We, we have uh, costume themes every week on our Zoom calls. That's fun. Now you gotta you kidding me? Now you got to go shopping. A costume, that's you awesome. can
2: only see the person's shoulders. So mm-hmm. what do you, what do you, what, different shawls? <laughs> Last week was hippies, hippie themed.
0: You know, because we've all got tie-dye but then shirts. You don't at the even ready. see the whole outfit, right? Do you have to like stand up and model? Don't, no one cares about the other half. It's just this part. For the zoom photo. What did you do? I um, I think I ended up looking more like a biker because I had a uh, I had like Your jeans a, on. I had like a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was <laughs> I didn't mean that kind of biker. But holy shit, is that funny? Um, <laughs> It's a callback to me wearing my jeans on a bicycle. Woo! I like to call back to episode seven or eight or whatever the hell. I don't know, but that's great. Oh, is that funny? Um, I had like a, uh, I just had like my hair as puffed out as I could. And I had like a bandana and sunglasses. But with this beard, I just look more like that time when The Undertaker tried to look <laughs> like a Kid Rock fan. I don't know if you remember that portion of his career. <laughs> he like rode on a I motorcycle know. and had like a long beard and a headband and like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like a zz Top style? hmm So oh, it didn't really great. it worked a lot more for uh uh I sent you a photo and you probably didn't even realize that was me in the photo, if you're asking. <laughs> did you? I was in that. I'm in the lower
2: right hand corner. Oh, to check this out. You just
1: reminded me um when we were just when I just said ZZ Top, I just remembered this thing that happened right before the lockdown. I did a corporate gig and um they were introducing the men of you know it just so happened to be like like the first three people that they introduced were men and they were playing like fired up music mm-hmm. and then they introduced a woman that worked there and the DJ played Legs <laughs> from ZZ Top and it was so like and I'm about to go up like shortly after this and I'm like. This is, I got him. Can't, and they walked over to me. Because I actually looked at them when they played it and were like, really? They're playing this?
2: That's so like, funny. You,
1: you, you can't comment on that. They're going to that group, away from you? The group, yeah. Take that club out of my bag? <laughs> yeah, JP.
2: Remember that Jimmy Pardo? That's a great line.
1: The only group Zoom pic I have is you. You're not in a hippie outfit here. This is an old one too. I don't know that you did send it to me. You sent me the ID pic, the old passport mm-hmm. pic, the old, old passport, which was posted on uh, posted on the social media.
0: Yeah, the all over the place Instagram.
1: Yeah, check that out. Check the Instagram page out if you guys are up for that. You can talk to us there they us to get some more video quick suggestions. Up. We got to yeah. dive back into the trivia.
0: I like that. Yeah, let's talk about uh, ooh, another presidential one. I only had a couple presidential ones this weekend, but uh, I tried to milk them for all I could. Uh, on May 22nd, 1849, this president became the only U.S. president to receive
2: a patent. Oh, wow. The only U.S.
0: president to receive a patent. Does not mean he was the president in 1849. Sure. A little clue, because I don't know who
2: was the president in 1849. I don't either. I mean, I could probably
1: throw some names around. Um, The only president that came up with a patent, that has a patent. Can you tell me what the patent is for? Does that give it away?
0: I don't think it does. It's a device to lift boats over shoals and obstructions. So that'd <laughs> be great if you're like. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I don't uh, know if it does. It was. It was a patent
1: for suspenders James, to hold up <laughs> the James Buchanan machine.
2: It was suspenders, for the, the Zachary uh, Taylor Xerox machine. Uh, is it the um. Hmm. I really don't know. I'm going to just guess. Um, no, I was going to guess Chester Arthur, but he was later than that. Um, just tell me,
0: bud. Give me a, a hot dog. This Jefferson. is so difficult to do a hot dog Jefferson too. It is? Yeah, it's going to be a dead giveaway no matter what. Um, I'm not even, I'm having trouble coming up with someone to even uh, so happened a hat. It was the Franklin use. Pierce there was not that's a Hulk that would be a good one Franklin Pierce you could go uh you can go
2: uh Hulk Tyler no um I mean Prophet Matthew McConaughey Carr <laughs> Prophet Matthew McConaughey Carr Oh, so this is Abe? Abe. Sure is buddy. Really? Mm-hmm. What was his patent for? To lift a boat over shoals and obstacles. <laughs> Wouldn't
1: be great if you were like a bulletproof helmet. What? How did I
2: never hear that? <laughs> Spine protection.
0: Wait, it was a patent for what? Like a device to lift boats over shoals, S-H-O-A-L-S, and obstructions.
2: Just like a shoal. What's a shoal? Like a... a foot doctor. Next a little question. River, a little <laughs> Huh.
1: So Abe continues to be awesome. He's that the only dude. one with a
0: us patent i feel like that was one of those things you might know like it might be on the back of like a trivia answer on the back of something you bought from the lincoln museum i figured that one had a chance of you knowing it right
1: i'm, I'm embarrassed i didn't what a great question can't wait mm-hmm. to tell the children tonight on
0: the bottom of a coffee mug that you drink out of daily
1: <laughs> i'd have two lincoln coffee mugs i believe I gotta, I gotta like I, I gotta do something dude I'm listening to the. I listen to the podcast. I used to not listen to it, but I've listened <laughs> to it recently. Just to, I think it does make us
2: better. Yeah. But dude, I'm like, what am I? The crown. Like it's all like boring shit that I consume. But there's nothing
1: else. I was like watching Chicago Tonight last night. I'm like, maybe I'll talk about this on the old <laughs> podcast.
0: Oh yeah. yeah what other?
1: What are there?
2: You guys ready for our segment? PBS programming. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah, I got to get more current with some of this. When it's we started this, web, though. I was on a webinar today, and they're talking about RPG and Marshmella. And uh, what was it Johnny Hundreds?
1: You know these people? Any of them? I have no, I mean, RPG, is that role playing games? Is that? I am so glad you don't. Know, I, I maybe it wasn't RPG, RBG, maybe? RB, Ruth Bader no, that's Ginsburg? Ruth, that's Ruth That's That one I, I know. Bader. No, it was a rapper. I think it was. Anyway, it was like rapper and DJ. And the, the webinar was about um, social media and algorithms. And it's like, let me check this out. So I, I got on there, and the people they were referencing made me feel old but the people that were giving the webinar were older than me
0: yeah so there's hope man you can learn it
1: i know but i'm not gonna learn it watching the crown
0: <laughs> sure aren't.
2: And we aren't gonna I'm learn it by to, talking history i'm about to I mean, you come on next week and i'm gonna be yeah, you have a friend.
0: marshmallow poster behind you <laughs> sort of that u.s map dude did you steal that map from a grade school that is the like quintessential. Isn't it? Down. It like pulls up. Is it really that one? Does it pull up? No, it doesn't pull up. Oh man, it looks like it. Yeah. Like I'm in Mrs. Bernacki's class all over again in second grade. I'm going to write all the uh, cases
1: on each state. <laughs> you should. Confirm cases <laughs> and fatalities. It'll be a fun little daily project like, with the kids. Like, dad, what are you doing? I'm
2: writing. Usually I'm <laughs> out dead in Florida. Not as many as they were expecting, which is surprising. It's a peninsula. There's really nowhere to run. Anyway.
1: That's great. You got another question? Let's do it.
0: I got a couple more. Uh, On this day in 1883, this Cubs player began his major league record streak of 14 straight at-bats, striking out. Without facing anyone other than a white person. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) This guy got struck out 14 straight times by white people. <laughs> this guy struck out 14 straight times? Mhm. And it's a Cub. Yeah, from 1883. I don't even know if you've heard of this person. I just wanted everyone to know that this a guy cub struck had... out
1: that many times and he was a Cub. That could be anyone.
0: <laughs> well done. Hello. Come on. Uh, Billy Sunday. Really? I should have Hot Dog Jefferson that
2: one. Now, is that the same Billy Sunday that was like the teetotaler? Like got into, because Billy Sunday is referenced in the Frank Sinatra song about Chicago, right? The town
1: that Billy Sunday could not shut down Mm -hmm. because he struck out 14 times in a like. I don't know, forgot that part of the, uh, is that the same Billy Sunday? Because awesome. otherwise it, pro- it must be, because otherwise yeah, it's, it's not be, nobody. Because right? I never heard of Billy Sunday, and Sunday in any other way. So he like played baseball, like Fidel Castro did or something.
0: Who then became the uh, most celebrated and influential American evangelist during the first two decades of the 20th century. Because you sucked at baseball. Yeah. <laughs> That can't get you laid a lot in the 20s, right? Being a teetotaler. This guy couldn't stop he striking must have out. Been, maybe he was worshiping Joe Boo before,
1: and then he struck out 14 times in a row. He's like, you no help with curveball?
2: <laughs> F you, Joe Boo. I'm going to find Jesus now and preach. Did Billy Sunday spell it with a
0: Y or? A-E. No, I'm just kidding. It's a Y. The Billy Yeah, Billy Sunday both ending in Y. But this is weird. Uh because I L A A E on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? B I L L I S U N D A E. You couldn't hot dog Jefferson Billy Sunday. <laughs> I could have. I just didn't think about it in time. But this is what's what'd we- you have done? Um Blank's ice cream? Blank's ice cream.
2: I don't know if what I would I don't know. Um, I don't know I Murray ice cream? I don't know. Billy's a tough one. How do you I would have done uh The Kid Saturday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I might be rusty on that. It's but been a while know. since we played uh hot dog Jefferson. Um what if I had gone with uh with uh Hill Sabbath?
2: Hill Billy <laughs> Why Billy Hill? hills, Hillbilly. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: Apparently, I wouldn't I would know have been on that no, trail. No, clearly. Because you knew We're it. And it rusty. still doesn't make sense. Cut this. Speaking, I like this, though. Well, it's a good question. Speaking of people it. who struck out a ton, in 19... 19- oh. <laughs> oh,
1: I love it. 19. We're in the nineteen hundred. This is my century. In 1999, we are barely in your oh, century. Oh, man. You just yeah. barreled right through. You're like, the first five questions were in 1850, in 1851, in June of 1851, in 1852, in 1853. You got one more, Jim? Yes. In 1999. It perfectly. This guy hosted Saturday Night Live
0: for the seventh <laughs> time. <laughs> I love the difference. It would fit perfectly, because this person struck out 19 times in a row before finally winning their first Emmy. What? In Not 1999. A question. 1999. I believe a lot more of our listeners will know this than, uh, than you think. You just asked me a second ago. But you're like, What? 19 emmy appearance losses in a row before winning
1: oh i'm kidding i'm i was totally dude i'm such a dumbass i thought you were saying that an athlete that a major league baseball player struck out 19 times but then he also won an emmy because he was (laughs) like i don't know how do you win an emmy as an athlete good daytime tv apparently like a show I know this answer. This is Susan Lucci.
0: Laziano, that is correct. Erica. Mm-hmm.
2: If you're nasty, <laughs> what's her last name? Oh, Kane. E- Erica Kane. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was like she. They wanted her to lose every year.
0: Growing up. Every year it was newsworthy that she lost. Was anyone in your family like hooked on the soap operas? Any of your sisters or mom or anything? No, not really. I had a neighbor
1: that was into them. My buddy's mom was into them. And then there was one summer where I got so hooked on it with my sisters, and it was uh, all my children.
2: And it was the summer that uh, Tony killed Jenny. Jenny and Craig know. were like dating and Jenny was um, Kim Delaney I'm pretty sure oh wow and they um,
1: I think he put her, like a bomb on her jet ski or something she got adios. but it was like devastating Big you day. were like oh you were crushed and it was only 11 11.45am 11. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with the rest of the day I remember those summer days, though. There was a, a summer, at least one summer, where it just lined up where we were home every day alone, my mm-hmm. sisters and I, but old enough that we were completely independent. And it was like, I might wake up, and Oprah was still on. Oprah was on at nine. And then mm-hmm. the 10 o'clock hour was like, "Eat, get your stuff together, figure out what you're going to do
2: for the day and then 11 was that all my children. And after that, it was, the rest of the day was yours. But we did watch that show together that summer.
0: My mom would tape all my children in general hospital. And then like, we had to watch them at dinner. Was it, the worst? Oh, That's it was the bad. worst. Two hour dinner? She, well, no, but like she'd start them <laughs> then. But like, then you'd be like, well, I got to watch the rest of it now. You know what I mean? Because like, you, you right. get to do it there's a lot of comics that we know and otherwise respect that watch them like with regularity. Um, Their stories. I get it though, because I mean, you're working at night, right? You're home all day. And, and especially a lot of comics from eighties, nineties where there wasn't a lot of other TV going on. You know, you only had four or five stations. I mean, can you imagine a more
1: perfectly thought out strategy than soap operas at the time when they aired them? And I bet when they came out, I bet it was like, what is this? you would get that drama in the middle of the day. And like, you know, I mean, it's just the the stereotype, but that was the case. All these women were home Mm
2: -hmm. in
1: the uh, 50s, 60s, when all that shit started. General Hospital was good. (laughs) I remember watching uh, Frisco. I, I I got into a little bit of that. And it was, it was the, the cool thing about soap operas was they would every so often legitimize the actors or actresses that you loved by letting them seemingly like climb the ladder. Like they would start mm-hmm. doing primetime stuff and movies. But I mean, there were soap stars. Remember soap stars doing comedy clubs? Oh God, for sure. And that the guys that Walt worked Willy? before us, the guys, and that was almost like a, a holdover from their heyday right but they were doing that for years yeah like at walt willie like you said right
0: mm-hmm. remember walk, working with him was he was all my children right i don't know which one he was in but yeah i mean and it does not matter how well or how poorly a soap star does but like afterwards the line every single Dude. woman in there wants to take a photo tell them how they love them when i was house mc at zany's i probably opened for walt
1: willie more than 10 times and nicest guy ever um ton of women would come out to see him the most aftershave i've ever like dude marinated in it all day and he was i mean big willy i'm only style. saying it i'm only saying it because i'd say it to his face he was the nicest guy in the world though mm-hmm. and he was more a comic than a lot of the other ones he actually had For jokes sure. and he would
0: he actually did but, stand
1: up with it. But they was, would do those soaps things at the Zanies and Vernon Hills and St. Charles. Those, those were those the only two you were in there. That's the only two I was really ever in
0: You know, you'd watch it then, but like, I never watched it over the summer. I remember the summer, the thing that pissed me off was when Wimbledon would be on because now all of my daytime TV, like all of my cartoons and stuff was gone. But then like a oh, few yeah. days into it, you'd be like, all right, well, let's go. And then I would watch the rest of Wimbledon. Yes. But, like, the first time like the so bullshit. pissed, too. yes, when you would be interrupted by that stuff.
1: Mm hmm. Dude, that is funny. I never, I, I've, I haven't thought about that for a long time. How big tennis was. Boris Becker, oh, Yvonne Lendl, the battles they were having.
0: Agassiz, kind of like, yes. Well, Agassiz oh, was more than so, toward the end. But yeah, Michael huge. Chang had Reebok pumps. Michael Chang
1: was huge, huge. He was like a shooting star, though. He didn't Absolutely. sustain, no. But those were like when they would have those tournaments by the weekend. Those matches were unbelievable. I was, so and I can't up. even tell you who I was pulling for. A lot no. of times, it was, wasn't even an American involved at that time because this is post
0: Connors and Mackerel, pretty much for sure. Agassi came in right around, my, like a few years after you. Right around my heyday with it, I'm, I'm sure you saw some of him. But I don't know. I wonder, was he as big? When you were a kid? Agassi was huge.
1: And when he had like the, the mullet and the Nike contract.
2: Like but he wasn't a
1: great tennis player then. Agassi almost got better once he like got rid of all that. Shaved his head and like you didn't hear from him. He almost like got focused. hmm That would be a great documentary. Agassi? I bet oh, the Andre yeah. Agassi story is, because I mean he was front page for a long time. Was he with Brooke Shields? Yeah. I mean he did all that stuff.
2: I watched some Agassiz.
1: Where's the 30 for 30 on
0: Andre Agassi? It's gotta be a a fantastic uh, story. Yeah, they gotta push that out before this quarantine's over.
2: The Agassiz he was pulling? (laughs) It's ridiculous. (laughs) Is that it? We got any more triv? We got
0: some birthdays. It's some birthdays oh,
2: for we that. Uh, the 20th and uh, <laughs> 21, 22.
0: Oh, uh, we got have to guess whose birthday was or is. Yes. Pisses me off. I looked up people's birthdays last week too, and never even thought about the fact that yours was going to be that weekend.
2: Oh, it's okay, buddy. You um have a whole year to
0: deal with me giving you shit about it. I know uh, you're talking about. I <laughs> threw you a surprise party today. <laughs> and you were definitely surprised. Um, this British rocker with one name turned 60 on May 22nd, the day of this podcast release.
2: Wait, what is it? A British rocker with one name who turned
0: 60. I'd love to know what you think about this guy too. I, uh, I'm not super familiar with his work. He was part of a group, went solo. Edward James Olmos. (laughs) This British rocker with a single name is in fact Edward James Almost. I was trying to think of someone with a bunch of names. <laughs>
2: That's great. But in music, really no, couldn't it. think of one. Um, all right, British rocker with one name. Tell me the first part of it again.
0: What year was he born? Uh, he'll turn. He turns sixty. On Friday, upon the release of this podcast, he's celebrating his 60th birthday all over the place.
2: 60. So it's got to be like around like that Boyd George era. Yeah. uh, Who has one name?
0: His band had the most common name.
2: Oh man, I hate you for making it, giving me
1: two
0: things to think about. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Just tell me, I don't know. Uh, lead singer and songwriter of The Smiths.
2: Morrissey. Morrissey. Oh my God, are you familiar?
1: Yes, I am, but I don't. I, I know who he is. I know that the stuff was like thoughtful and folksy, maybe borderline sad, no. I think my brother was a Morrissey fan. I didn't care for it. So yeah, I'd Morrissey never... was like listened to in the corner of the house by <laughs> someone troubled with their thoughts. It the original, was not,
2: emo. it was never like, "Hey, you know what this party needs." Keep <laughs> turn up the Morrissey. <laughs> oh, that's great! I used to mix Morrissey up with Van
0: Morrison. I did too. I was going to mention that, but I figured that would give you a. Uh... A third thing to think about, and that wouldn't... Yeah. Oh, that wouldn't help go at all. Check
1: out Morrissey. Morrissey probably was saying something that we all needed to hear, but we were watching Miami Vice. We were busy. <laughs> Everyone's like, not nah, now, nah, Morrissey.
0: What if I should be in
1: the mid-'80s way? <laughs> like, there's Morrissey, Morrissey and
2: cocaine right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, now we need Morrissey. Exactly. We don't need you right now, okay? We're watching Where's the Beef commercials. Things are awesome, Morsi. Right. If Morsi was sad then, how is Morsi doing now? Everyone's wearing neon. How are you in a bad mood? Like, why the fuck? Morsi, I'm
2: listening to the Super Bowl shuffle. The Bears <laughs> just won the fucking Super Bowl. Things are awesome. Agreed. Uh,
0: This hip-hop pioneer was born today, or excuse me, died today, um, I want to say 24 years ago, 26 years ago. I believe he lived as long as he's been deceased now. Easy eat. No. Uh, My favorite line of his is, uh, now honeys play me close like butter play toast. (laughs) One of my absolute favorite lines. By this guy? By this guy. My what? Honeys play me close like butter play toast. Such a great line.
2: Honeys play me close like butter plays toast.
0: New York, uh, one of the most famous deaths in hip hop. Oh, Biggie? Yeah, Notorious He's been B-I-G. dead that long. He's been dead that long? Yeah. I want to say it was 96. Holy cow. Maybe that old. was it. it was either ninety-six, yeah, and he was uh, twenty-four or ninety-four and he was twenty-six. I think it was ninety six and he was twenty-four.
1: Isn't that crazy Dude, I want to push back. I want to push back a little bit on hip hop pioneer. Right? Didn't didn't hip hop start I was thinking you're talking about like run DMC or even before run, like I thought you're talking about like the uh hit hot habit, the hibbit the who am i talking Repers about
0: rap like this <laughs> we're going to the store would you like to go to it's not my birthday at all but jim <laughs> thinks it is he also got this wrong today would have been his birthday turns out he was killed on march 9th in 1997 <laughs> I'm recording
1: this at home, so I can't pretend that I had do it all night. Because <laughs> dinner is ready, my wife's gonna get mad if I don't say good night.
0: That's a great way to end <laughs> this episode uh, by besmirching the legacy of the notorious Big. <laughs> who I still- I am. He deserves,
1: you know, so much credit. I, I I would not. I was thrown off the trail by the way you framed it. That's I mean I, it, and I, I and thrown off the trail by twenty-six years or twenty-four years. Like I can't believe it was that long ago. So
0: I'll that's that, you
1: gotta that was like my college years, dude. Like mm-hmm. that that his music to me, because I'm older than you, was uh I not know that. It's not like old school to me. It's kinda like I mean, it is maybe becoming more so
0: now. So he to me, he's like the type him and Slick Rick like ushered in this era of storytelling about where you're from you know what i mean and that in that way he i'd say he more pioneered what they called gangster rap i think in the in the 90s like he was the type of person who took that to a level just the storytelling aspect about his life you know and kind of where he came from to a whole nother level
1: the history of hip-hop is on netflix i think and i've watched that and that is really well done i don't know if you've seen that even if you're not into the entire history you mm-hmm. it's chronological and you can pull up those um biggie tupac years it's a good story i love it yeah you should check it out
0: all right man we're gonna let you get to dinner let's play that music jimmy uh-huh. jimmy jimmy can't you see <laughs> should i uh we got a couple more new reviews people are uh really stepping up that's great should we did people? yeah these yeah, guys are naturally funny and have great <laughs> chemistry. This is Steve Kerr, live at Grant Park Humor. That was nice. Thanks, Matt. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for destroying that great review. Uh,
1: I forgot we broke that down. I thought we broke that down um, nicely. That was a
0: great comic moment in The Last Dance. Really good. And then uh, Mish fan, thanks for some good laughs and from drowning out the kids' YouTube videos for an hour. I'm glad we can help. During this time, I can't, time. To that. I can't. It'd be weird if I could. It would be. If I just watch kids' YouTube
1: videos all day. You're better off. But maybe you and Vera will find out one day. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Happy Memorial Day. Leave us more reviews. Have a good Memorial Day.